but how? This is my most commonly asked question. And today we're diving all the way in. You are listening to the Get Unstuck podcast with me, your host, Laura Husson. I am delighted to have you here. This podcast was being created to inspire, educate and facilitate shifts that get you unstuck, clear and moving in your life and business. Expect tips, advice and real life stories of people just like you who've gone from unclear and stuck to creating extraordinary success. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Welcome back, friend. Oh my goodness, this is going to be so fun to talk about this today. One of my most commonly, I want to say, it feels a bit cheesy when I say commonly asked questions, but it really is a commonly asked question. Anytime we roll a program, anytime I talk about this on my Instagram stories, anytime I talk about this in an interview, people want to know, but how do you do it? How do you get your first clients? How do you grow your Instagram? How do you insert whatever the thing is that you currently feel stuck around? Now, this is anytime, and this is the biggest hint. For those of you who listen and are like, but I'm not stuck, anytime you have a how question, you are allowing yourself to believe that you are stuck. Oh, yes, I just said that. (laughs) So anytime you pause and you're like, but how? I can't see how. There are some like air quote lines that hmm, my clients, my nearest and dearest clients know and love me for always just giving them a smile or an ironic emoji anytime they say to me, I'm just trying to figure out how to insert their blank there. Or I need to think about it insert the blank, whatever it is. They are classic indicators that you are stuck, literally stuck in brain mode. So you are in your conscious mind. And if you guys are not familiar with the split between the conscious mind and the subconscious, the conscious mind at best is responsible for 4% of what we do. And so we really, it's funny to me that we spend so much time trying to figure things out and trying to find the right answer and pin down the right strategy. And I sound like I'm being sarcastic with that tone of voice, but I was there for a long time. I spent a long time buying all the courses, as I've shared with you before, buying all the courses, doing all the things, trying, air quotes, this is going to be a lot of hashtag air quotes slip-ins here. (laughs) Um, And when I say that, I actually am sat here by my mic doing air quotes. There is going to be a lot of opportunity for you to notice where you are in your head versus in your body, in the wisdom of your body, in flow, in alignment with your intuition, with your higher self, tapping into that subconscious magic creation that you have within you. We all have it. Now, one of the things that people often say to me is, oh, you're so gifted. And I'm like, well, thank you. That's a lovely compliment. And I don't have anything that you don't have. So whatever I can do, you can do too. And I want to remind you that the wisdom and the answers and the next right step is always available to you. And anytime that you stall yourself in the belief that you need to figure out how, there go those air quotes again, you are allowing yourself to believe that you are stuck. So the 
question is, why do we believe that we have to have the roadmap? You know, why do we believe that we need to have somebody's blueprint, a formula, the right way of doing things? And the answer is fairly simple. It's really that we were taught in schools, those of us who went to in mainstream education, were taught a right way to work out a sum. We were taught the right way to punctuate our sentences. We were taught the right way to participate in a dinner conversation. Okay, we were taught and conditioned subliminally sometimes and sometimes overtly what was expected of us in order to be, uh, what do you call it? Like an acceptable member of society. Let's put it that way. Now that makes it sound like I'm suggesting we should all rebel against all of those things and we should be doing whatever we want, whenever we want. And kind of, I do believe that's true. And I get that, you know, my belief is that we get to do that and still be a decent human being who can contribute positively to society. So this is not about like, you know, being angry and campaigning against any kind of societal norms. It's about just shining light on them and understanding where they come from. And I think the biggest challenge for most people in the experiences that I have been privy to is that their partner doesn't understand. If you want to do something that's not like run of the mill, following the steps, here's somebody's formula, here's the way that we do this, this is the nine to five, here are the 2.4 children, your partner, your parents, your friends, your colleagues, whoever it is, the people around you ask questions. And the reason they ask questions is because they can't translate this into their own life. So they have their own unique lens and the, their experiences. And it all comes from whether, well, we're diving right in at the beginning here. I love it. <laughs> it all comes from their experiences growing up. Right. What did you have around you? What kind of messaging did you have around you of what was possible for you? How does it get to be when you grow up and be an adult? I bet most of us were asked as a child, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I know that I can say the answer I always used to give, which I thought was super pretentious. I used to say my job hasn't been invented yet. Now, as somebody who works exclusively online for the main part, I know that that was actually true and it was actually insightful. And yet people would laugh and dismiss it as, oh, isn't she cute? You know, isn't that funny? And the same, and I will hold my hands up. I do this with my children. You know, they'll say something and I'll be like, oh, isn't that adorable? And when we do that, we really diminish somebody's capacity to dream for themselves. And what we want to do, and especially myself as a mother of young children, I'm really conscious of allowing them to see, well, how could this be different? How does this get to be different? How does it get to look for you? How does it get to go? How could it be easier? How could it be more fun? How could it feel more aligned to you and who you are as a human, a little human growing up in this world? Because while my children are in mainstream education, I want them to have a really expansive view. And I know that the lens that they will see their lives through when they're adults is being formed right now. So the imprint years, if you like, are from the time you're born and even to be really, really honest, in the time in the womb and even before that, you were a form of consciousness until around the age of seven. Around the age of seven is where we start to go, we start to shift from 
accepting and absorbing like a little sponge into having our own opinions and to asserting our own feelings and emotions into a situation. And so for lots of us, and it might feel, especially, I know that in my circles in the online space, it's getting to be a bit of a thing now, you know, like, oh, well, let's tap into our feelings of our inner child and doing all this past life regression work and everything else. And it might start to feel a bit like stereotypical and a bit like something you just want to dismiss because it makes you want to roll your eyes. But the truth is so much of our current limitation and what we see as being possible for us comes from those early years, that early experience. When you were in the womb, what was happening? What was your mother experiencing? What was her emotional reality? What were her beliefs in that time? Because all of that brings us to where we are now. The beautiful thing is that now as as a conscious adult, you get to choose whether you continue to subscribe to those beliefs and those ways of being, or whether you want to shift and change and start pushing in a different direction. And pushing makes it sound like there's a lot of effort and energy required, when truly the only thing is to surrender and to start asking yourself the question of, how could this be easy? How could I see this differently? And how could this be more fun? Because when we tap into what's fun for us, and there's another, straight into another limitation, because you ask any grown-up, what do you do for fun? It can be a really triggering question. People tend to find they've immersed themselves in their role as perhaps in their career, perhaps as a wife, perhaps as a mother, and they lose their identity partially. And so what you might find is that if you ask, I would set that as an experiment, go and play with this and then tag me or or DM me on Instagram and share what comes up for you. Ask three of the people near to you, what do you do for fun? Like what, if you had a whole day and you were told to just spend it on fun, what would you do? And ask yourself that question. What do I do for fun? Because it can be really tricky for us to tap back into fun. And that is where it is powerful to tap back into that little version of you who just used to free will, use their imagination and just be in the world. You get to do that now as an adult too. Permission granted. I feel like I should have a little ding here. <laughs> so back to this, oh, but how and dropping the question but how, so that we can really step into the now. Now that rolled out as like, obviously it rhymes. That was not intentional. It's the truth of how I live my life. It's the truth of what I teach my people who come through the shift sessions. And it is the guiding principle of how I teach people to build their dream coaching business when they come through the shift method certification. So when we really look at what does it look like to drop the how. A game, another game. I've got lots of games for you today. See, I'm making it fun. (laughs) An easy way for you to begin is to just allow yourself to feel, oh, I'm asking how. And to start, anytime you ask how, just pause and say, hmm, interesting. I'm asking how. What does that mean? Well, it means that probably I believe that this thing I want to make happen, but I'm asking how do I do it? Maybe I believe it's hard. Maybe I believe it's not for me. Maybe I believe there's a reason I can't experience that or achieve that. And maybe I'm making it harder than it needs to be. So the lovely, gentle observation of, hmm, interesting. And then just check in, you know, what is that belief? And is it ultimately true that you can't achieve this or that it has to be hard or that maybe, and here's one I love talking about, 
that it has to take a long time. Oh, it has to take a long time is another, I mean, that's a whole episode by itself. I feel like every time I do an episode, I'm going to be saying, that's a whole other episode. (laughs) Um, Maybe that's a hashtag in and of itself. But it's true. Any time that we pause and we ask ourselves, hmm, how could I make this more fun? How can I make this easier? That is still a how question, but instead of looking for the steps and the secret recipe, the magic wand that is going to fix all of your concerns, we need to look in a different direction. Typically, when we find that we are looking for a solution, what we're doing is we're looking to treat the symptom. So the top level thing. So for example, let's talk about money. All right, if we are desiring more income, to roll through our business on a month-to-month basis, then perhaps we're looking for a program about money or perhaps we're looking for a program about sales. Ultimately, when we dive deeper and we go layers deeper, layers deeper, layers deeper, it's not about the actual steps that somebody took to get to where they are now, where they're experiencing the reality that you desire. So we drop the how, we stop looking for the solution, And we start getting present into the now. What is ultimately true about my reality? Get really, really self-aware. And then what do I desire instead? And then really dial into, well, how could I achieve even one small part of that now? What would it look like if I had all the answers? Because you do. What would it look like if I had a really fun, easy way that I could trust and be guided by my heart to just glide through without worrying about the how? Wouldn't that feel great? I know it feels great to me. Now, this is literally how I have built my business. And there have been some tough decisions along the way because I gave up asking how. Now, (laughs) let's be really, really clear because I'm all about transparency There was a long time where I was very stuck in the how. And I honestly, I'm scared to add up. (laughs) Hello, money block. Scared to add up how much money, how much time, and how many nights I have lost hours of sleep trying to work out the one thing I need in order to get my message into the world or to make my business hit five figures a month or whatever it is, whatever the next thing is that I'm aiming for. And it was only when I started to surrender and be in the now and be with what felt right at that moment that things started to fall into place and make loads of sense. So given that, some examples for you, and some of you will have experienced some of these in me way back when, and I feel like this was probably 2016, I was in the middle of a five-day challenge. I had about 700 people registered for this five-day challenge. It was going so well. People were super engaged. I was really excited. And this was back in the days when I had the full business identity of being the website girl. Now, I had worked so hard. I had tried to figure it out. Notice all these red flags. I had been really in my masculine, pushy, um, and not pushy as in like, pushy to other people, but push energy, efforting, burnout, exhaustion, and what came with all of that in trying to make this business the thing, what I had done was not only had I come close to exhaustion, I had also really programmed deeply in all these stories as to why this will never work for me. Oh, it's po- of course it's possible for her. She's already got blah, blah, blah. 
whatever it is, money, a husband with a high paid salary to support her, a massive audience on Facebook, Instagram, insert platform here. I was doing that all the time. And instead, what I had to do was I had to stop looking outside of myself. I had to stop for a short time. I had to stop listening to podcasts, had to stop reading books. I definitely had to stop buying courses. (laughs) And I made a really tough decision in the middle of a challenge that actually, well, I say it was a tough decision. On paper, if you'd have told me before that this is what I was going to do, I would have immediately presumed that was going to be a tough thing to do. It actually felt like the most natural thing to do in the world. And on day four of a five-day challenge, and I was following somebody's formula, not that there's anything wrong with formulas, but when you lead with the formula, that's where we run into trouble. So I was leading with the formula. I was not tapped into the now. I was not tapped into my authentic self and asking what felt good to me. So on day four, I went against everything in that formula And I completely pivoted the offer that I was going to make to everybody who was coming through that challenge. Now, the offer should have been my DIY build it in a day website program. And I was literally tracking by all the stats and all the things you measure in for my first six figure launch. And we all know how elusive us business owners like to chase the five figure months, the six figure year, the six figure launch, you name it, we have a landmark for it. And instead, what I did was I introduced, it was the first step in embracing where I am now. And I just could not, I could not speak to them about websites. I was like, we're having such a great time. I could feel that we were on this journey to really embracing going deeper than just looking at the symptom. And the symptom would be, oh, I need a, before I can show up or before I can sell my thing, I need a new website. So I was helping, I was buying in and supporting selling the symptom, selling the cure for the symptom. And I just was no longer available for that. And everything in my body knew. And because trust is my guiding, leading light and value, and then being in integrity with whatever comes through and being trusting that and following through, I was physically unable to avoid (laughs) changing track and offering what was then called Business Beyond Belief. And it was a, I believe it was a 12-week group coaching experience where I guided people through really tapping into what is true for you. It was absolutely beautiful. And so instead of the six-figure launch, I was really thrilled to the moon and back to experience a five-figure launch with a brand new offer that was untested, unproven. I was selling to a group of people who were expecting me to sell a website Now, if that is not evidence that you can let go of the how and be in the now, I do not know what is. (laughs) Now, we are going to, I feel like we're going to have a whole string of stories. I'm definitely going to be bringing in clients of mine, past and present, to talk about their experience of letting go of the how. I have stories upon stories to share with you about how I've done this. So let's consider this an intro episode to just plant that seed. Okay, we're planting this um, imaginary seed, if you like, that "Mm, what would it look like if I was to let go of the how? Okay, so homework for you, if you like, I feel like I'm talking to you like you're one of my clients. But homework would be ask three adults in your life, what do you do for fun? Check in with yourself. What do I do for fun? And then just check in any time that you're noticing that you're going to, hmm, I just need to figure out or, oh, I just need to work out how to pause. Hmm, interesting. Now, is this ultimately true? 
What else might be true? How could this be more fun? How could this feel easier? And then come and find me on Instagram. I am at Totally Laura. I would absolutely love to hear your feedback. What happens? Even if you only do one of these exercises, go and play with it. Come and find me on Instagram. I'm at Totally Laura. You can DM me. You can tag me in your stories. And I will be super excited to find out what you find out. And I'll be sharing some of your stories on future episodes. Sending you all the love and I will speak to you soon. I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. (laughs) If you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs.